Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. T, how are you? I'm great. And how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm excited. You're jazzed? I'm so jazzed. For this episode? Well, no. <laughs> I'm just jazzed to be doing this with you. Okay. That I like. Very romantic. Aww. People take a number. All right. <laughs> all the people. Yeah, all the people. <laughs> I was about to name a few, and I was like, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no name, no. no. We're not trying to dox anyone here. Oh, come on. Okay, We're not fine. in the business of doxing. Okay. <laughs> um, let's just get right into it. Please. Okay. This is episode 619, titled Letting Go. Letting Go. Sorry. Okay, yeah. I'd be lying if I said I haven't been doing that <laughs> all fucking day. <laughs> Mind you, have have I told you the story of how I re- rewrote the lyrics to Let It Go to be about like studying for finals? <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, I did. Are the lyrics handy? Like, do you have them with you? I don't need to. I know them. Oh. <laughs> like, I wrote the song, T. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I still my okay. favorite my favorite thing that I did with it is like so you know in the bridge where I don't, actually it's so funny because I don't even know the real words anymore because I'm so used to singing my version but like you know like so like after the second chorus she goes into the bridge or whatever and like like the key changes or yeah. whatever right and she says something about like um, like there's no going back the past mm-hmm. is in the past or whatever so I I rewrote that too. I wish I so so because because it's about like how like you know like fuck studying I'm just gonna like wing this final like, yeah. I don't even care about my grades whatever and then and then in ten hours like it'll all be over and then I wish I could go back take this class pass or no pass <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sorry but that's like fucking genius okay <laughs> um, I'm like really too fucking proud of it. <laughs> Can you like sing this for me one day? No, not in that key. It's too high for me right now. Okay. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) I twisted your arm there. It's like that. It's like that SNL skit where she's like, don't make me sing. And she never does. (laughs) Okay. No, but I mean, whatever. You can imagine it. Like it's in that it's in that tone. It's like, I wish I could go back, take this class, pass or no pass. (laughs) It's too good. This needs to happen, like, for me. <laughs> oh, I definitely. Yeah! We should, you know what it'll do? Okay, offline conversation. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> oh, but come on, let everybody May- else in. Maybe we'll put it up on the Patreon. Oh. <gasps> yes. Okay. Oh, this is bad, so but yes. So, people, if, you're pe- if your interest has been piqued, take a look at patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. I like this plug. Where you can get all of our premium content for just five bucks a month. Okay, that's enough of that. Okay, fine. Let's get into the task at hand. All right. So this is 619, Letting Go. And the Amazon Prime spoilie is Eric Snoops to find out if Matt and Sarah are already married. Eric Snoops? What? Never. No, you don't say. <laughs> I mean, is I, this ever I know. It's like, it's like, is this even worth putting in the spoilie? <laughs> like, it's so obvious yeah, that every, he's going to do that. Every episode he snoops. Yeah, it's oh. what he does. That should be their spoilies for every episode. Yeah, yeah. Eric imagine, Snoops. Imagine. Again. <laughs> He's at it again. <laughs> That's like um, on our Instagram when I posted the um, our posts for 615 and 616. Mm-hmm. For 615, I said, Matt does a crazy thing. And then for 616, I said, Matt does a crazy thing, dot, 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 again. Yeah. Because <laughs> like literally, like. <laughs> yeah. It just like escalates. 
Um, okay, so 619, letting go. We've said this three times. We really <laughs> have. I'm not going to say this slowly again. Um, what the fuck happens in this episode? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah. We open on um, Lucy, right? Like in the kitchen, mm-hmm. just like chilling or whatever. Maybe think, she's studying or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And um, and then she gets a phone call or like whatever, the phone rings. And it's Mary mm-hmm. who's talking about like she's been in training all week for being a flight attendant or whatever. And Lucy's like, you know, mom and dad have been trying to call you all week. Like, where have you been? Radio silence, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I've been busy, whatever. And they can talk to me all weekend. I'm I'm free or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she goes like, you'll never guess who I'm here with. And Lucy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then they, and then she bursts through the door with Ben and then, like, two seconds later, Kevin walks in. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Like, this is moving so fucking fast. I know. It's insane. But, like, I get it. He's like, he's like, sweetheart, it's me. And, yeah. he, and she just, like, stares at him. And she's like, and he's like, he's like, don't you recognize me? It's me, Kevin. <laughs> she goes, I just didn't know when I was sweetie. I know, which is cute. Like, sure. I don't know. I like, I like that. I like that nickname. It's cute. Yeah. Sweetie, sweetheart, whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess I've been watching a lot of Psych too, because, or I know I've been watching a lot of Psych, but I think that's probably why I like it so much, because Sean calls Juliet sweetheart, which is like coming from him, it's a little like cooler because he's such a like cool dude or whatever. And so, like, for him to say sweetheart is like softening a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? But for Kevin to say it, it's like, okay, whatever. It's cute. Basically. But I almost threw up in my mouth. <laughs> when he walked in or when he said that? No, it was, it was, uh, <laughs> or just all the time. No, all the time. <laughs> but this one specific, um, I think Ben looks over to Lucy and Kevin. He's like, they're moving way too fast. Like, oh, yeah. Like, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they doing? Like, saying, I love you. And then you see Mary looking up at Ben. Oh, what about and, us? And what about us? <gasps> and I, and I said, oh fucking gag me <laughs> like and then and then they just proceed to like make out with each other like right there in the kitchen and eric it comes downstairs yeah with a bat <laughs> and then you can hear annie like from up the stairs she's like who is it or whatever like is it safe yeah <laughs> eric what's going on and then she comes down and she's like overjoyed i mean she's yeah. like over the moon to see them there which is interesting because it's so like I don't know is it is it out of character for Annie to be that way because sometimes she's like weird about stuff and then yeah. other times she's like this is the greatest thing ever yeah it, she was she was very quick to being like super excited she really was she's like are you guys hungry let me make you sandwiches whatever like and I'm and I know Annie and it's like is one in the morning mind yeah you. and Annie's always like a consummate hostess yeah yeah always has been but never have i seen her like oh my god hi i'll make you guys a sandwich you guys hungry get the pie out of the fridge yeah like almost to the point where it's like is this real like is she faking this but she's not i mean it's genuine yeah she's excited yeah but i I did want to slap eric in the face the next morning (laughs) oh forget next morning after um he sees like what's unfolding in the kitchen and how annie is like so enamored by the fact that these boys have showed up on their doorstep at one in the morning like he goes upstairs and oh 
he goes into Simon's room. Simon's like out cold and he's like, hey, just wanted to let you know, like, everything's fine. It's just Ben and his brother. Like, yeah. Simon's out fucking cold, like could give two shits. And your mom's downstairs. And then and then he goes into Matt and Robbie's room yeah. and says the same. Well, he says it a little different. Just thought you'd like to know what the screaming was all about. No one was breaking into the house. Just into our lives. Ew. <laughs> like just into our lives like the way that he's like whisper speaking to yeah. you is just like so weird and gross i know i know i'm with you right there i get it <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah the next fucking morning i oh my god i don't know he's how trying to wake annie up i'm so fucking kill me dude I, all i thought was Bitch, I wish you were off your hormone pills right now because I would have loved to see <laughs> oh that Annie. God, that Annie would have like clocked him one. Yeah. So he like he's like making all this noise, getting ready. He he like he like lifts the blinds off of all mm-hmm. the windows to like let the sun stream in on her face or whatever. And she's like not waking up because she stayed up late with them yeah. when they came on. So finally, he just like decides to like fully just like wake her the fuck up. Good morning. I have to go now. I have to work on Saturday. You know, our son spent the night out again. Yeah. I guess I missed telling you that when you came to bed. Could you just let me sleep? <laughs> it's just like, that is so me when someone's trying to wake me up and i'm not ready to wake up like it's awesome <laughs> it's still not as amazing mumble as morris in that one episode <laughs> like that was like by like by all accounts the best mumble that has ever happened but this is a close second um so yeah and then we and then matt never came home last night yeah but you know what when eric says i'm working i'm gonna go to work on, on a saturday, saturday it's like asshole yeah that's your those are your hours Seriously, when has he not worked on a saturday like get over yourself <laughs> cry me a river cry Seriously. me a river seriously uh, uh okay so then he goes down oh, so no so then he runs into ruthie in the hallway right and he's like He's like, uh, do you know where your brother is? And she's like, no. What do you mean? Like, should I? <laughs> or yeah. whatever. Of course, she knows exactly where he is. And um, and then she um, she reminds him that Kevin and Ben and Mary and Lucy all slept in the living room yeah. last night. And he like beelines straight to the fucking living room. The music is like crazy as he's like clunking down the stairs and he walks into the living room and Mary and Lucy are asleep together on the couch and like Ben and Kevin are like on the floor, like two couches down, like behind the other couch or whatever. It's like so innocent, you know? Extremely innocent and what's the big deal if both of them, all four of them passed out in the living room as couples? Like what have been the... Well... well, because because it speaks to the greater issue in this whole episode, which I is know. like um, Eric's like deep dark fear that like Matt is having premarital sex. <laughs> like, oh no! Oh no! Premarital sex. Like, but I get it. I mean, if you're like if you're like God fearing as they are, and like that's how you live your life or whatever, I, I could see where that's a big deal. I, I don't know that it's like 
I know, get it, but Eric, what were you thinking? An orgy's happening in your living room? Yeah, seriously. I mean, Ruthie does a good job of like saying like, oh, it's a den of temptation or whatever, yeah. you know? But like, but yeah, he runs down there like he's about to catch them in the act or something. It's like, relax, dude. Like yeah. they're sleeping, you know? And and two, where did you expect them to sleep? Like, yeah. you, like they came in the middle of the night. You don't have any rooms left in this house. Seriously. Like, what, what did you think was going to happen, you know? Oh, look at these boys just relaxing on the floor. <laughs> they look really comfy, too. They yeah, all, they do. They all bought, like, sleeping bags and shit. <laughs> like, they're, like, ready to stay. <laughs> so funny. I know. Um, so then he, um, Eric, again, is, like, leaving the house or getting ready to leave the house or whatever. And Matt comes in. And we get another classic <laughs> Eric and Matt question speak. Did you just get up? Did you just get in? Where are you going? Where have you been? Is there something wrong? Is there something wrong with staying out all night when you have six younger siblings who wonder what their brother could possibly be doing all that time? Where he's sleeping? Who he's sleeping with? Did mom tell you that I called and said I was staying at Sarah's house because her parents are out of town? What? I stayed at Sarah's house because her parents were out of town. Do you think I was asking what about that or about the fact that you called your mother and just told her that you and your fiancé are shacking up at her house? Dad, I'm a grown man. I'm over 21. Sarah and I are getting married. I think getting is the key word. <laughs> I love it. I love their question speech yeah. stuff. It's always really funny because because you can tell they enjoy doing it. Yeah. Like, like the actors like have a lot of fun in those moments. Mm-hmm. But there's there's something that's been going on for a couple of episodes now that I fail have failed to bring up. But it was so glaringly obvious to me in this moment. Who the fuck refers to themselves as over 21 or over anything? Yeah. Like, when you're 21, you're 21. No one's like, oh, I'm over 21. Like, yeah. what, like who talks like that? That's true. Yeah, no one ever says that shit. The, the only time you see that is, like, on signage that says, like, you must be over 21 to enter or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like, you don't refer to yourself as being over an age. You just yeah. are the age that you are. Like, it's just so dumb. I'm over 21. <laughs> I'm like a 21 in 17 days. Someone asked my idea. I was like, what? I'm over 21. <laughs> I want to say it like that. Hooray. <laughs> oh my God. That was so funny that you said that because last weekend we were at this bar for my cousin's birthday. And we're all like in our 30s at this point. Like we're way past 21. And but, you know, bars card. That's what they do, whatever. And like I, I for one, am always going to need to be carded because my face is like that of a 16 year old at least or like at most. So anyway, so I, I always get carded. It's not a big deal. I usually like have my ID like in hand before I walk into a bar because I know it's happening or yeah. whatever. So I get there. I get carded. I go. Um, like to like their little area that they had reserved and then my other cousin like came shortly after me and she you know she got through the door or whatever and like joined us and she's like she's like they just carted me and I was like I don't even know where my ID is <laughs> <laughs> oh that's real she's like that old thing okay I guess if yeah. you want to see it no <laughs> it's true there are times where when they fuck like I have to I know, because and especially at places like like at liquor stores or whatever, yeah. where it's like, come on, dude! Like, I just want to get in and get out. Like, and, stop wasting my and, time. And like, you just you get your cash ready, yes, or your card ready yes. to do it. You just forget you about your ID about every time. I, you know. 
And you're like, mm. <laughs> I know. You're like, this was supposed to be quick. <laughs> you know, liquor stores are never like a run in, run out yeah. situation for me because it's at least like five minutes of me searching for my ID and my purse. And there's someone behind you like, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seriously. Just, just hold for a sec. And then I don't know if this is true for you, but like, I don't really have a wallet. Like I have this coin purse in which I have like 50 different mm. cards. Like I have like all my credit cards and like my, my insurance cards yeah. and my driver's license and like my like frequent flyer at the movies yeah. card and shit and so they're all like stacked in there and like I never know what they, what it is until I pull it out and look at it you're so like, like I think I'll find it now it's fucking a nightmare every time I hate it uh, okay so long story short Eric's pissed at Matt because he apparently is like just like has forgotten all of the rules of the house just because he's engaged to Sarah or whatever. Meanwhile, it sucks for the for us, the audience, because we already know they're married. Yeah. We already know they've had sex like like it's it's such a bummer to see Eric so like like weirdly like upset about all of this yeah. when the reality is like not that big a deal or whatever. I know. You know? It, yeah, it's not. And then you hear Eric. Oh. <laughs> no, oh no. I'll fucking play that shit. Okay. <laughs> Eureka. I've still got it. Thank you, God. <laughs> Eureka. I still got it. I'm like, who actually says Eureka? I know. It's I feel like I've never heard anyone actually say that out loud. Yeah, like maybe an old school movie, like old not yeah, not the movie old yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe in the movie Old School. <laughs> Eureka! Sorry. Oh my god. Eureka, my blow, my boy blue. Oh god. That was a long walk. Oh fuck. Okay, so yeah, so basically like he leaves the house and then a second later he bursts back in again saying Eureka and like runs upstairs to Ruthie. Yeah. Poor Ruth, man. Well, she, she's actually really she's playing it really cool yeah. here. What do you know about Matt that I don't know about Matt? I, I don't know. I don't know what you don't know about Matt. Now, you've got a secret. Just a short while ago, when I ran into you in the hallway, I asked if you knew where your brother Matt was, and you got me to go down to the living room to check on Mary and Lucy. Why is that? Well, they are Mary and Lucy, and that's a problem in itself. Good point. And then we don't even know those other two, Ben and Kevin. And I just thought you'd like to know that they were all alone sleeping in the living room. And why do you have a problem with Mary and Lucy being alone with Ben and whatever his name is, but you don't have a problem with Matt being alone with Sarah? Could it be? Yes. Methinks that you know something about Matt and Sarah and the Mary and Lucy concern was just a diversion. I'm only 11. Diversions are a pretty complicated tactic, don't you think? Not for you. Maybe I don't like Ben and Kevin. Maybe I'm angry with Mary and Lucy. No, no, no. No. Divert me once, shame on you. Divert me twice, Shame on you. You've got a secret, don't you? And it involves Matt. And if I knew that secret, perhaps there would be no wedding. You ever make phone calls to clear your head? Okay. I may have called someone once or twice. Really? Who? Is that who or whom? Whom did you call? <laughs> oh, a nice try. Time, weather, information. No one special. Well, you know something. <laughs> 
you are interrogating your 11 year old daughter and like not very well mind you like he clearly doesn't understand like how to like weasel it out of her he's just point blank asking her tell me what you know and it's like you know she's not gonna crack under that kind of pressure like she just diverted you (laughs) like she just caused a diversion on you when do you think the I'm only 11 thing is gonna stop working on this family like, I don't know when she's like, 15 like <laughs> like when at, at what point can she no longer play I'm just a kid card I know I know but because <laughs> like he had a point like diversion's a pretty strong tactic for an 11 year old and I'm like no it's not <laughs> no it's not are you kidding me 11 year olds trade in diversion tactics yeah. like that's their bread and fucking butter man. yeah I'm like, like no She's prepubescent at this point. Like, all she's thinking about is, like, how to, like, get her out, you know, get out from under her parents' thumb and shit. I'm, but did you see her little, like, blue red striped shirt that she had on? No. It was the cutest fucking thing. It well, was, I didn't notice. It was so simple. I looked at, I was like, I, I wish I had one whenever I was younger. Like, I had, had a shirt like that because she looks like out of a, like, some kind of character. Aww. It's just so super cute. And her hair is straight. And she kind of looked like this tomboy look mm-hmm. that I love when girls have yeah. when they're younger. She's definitely not a tomboy, but that's besides the point. Well, she's not not a tomboy. But yeah. She's not one for like frills and exactly. dresses and stuff. Just, I don't know how to explain it. There was like this cute innocence to her. And especially when she's sitting there and talking to Robbie. Oh God. I loved that scene. Yeah. Like there was just, <sighs> it was like, it's almost like the outfit helped push this innocence or this Aww, sweetness from that's her. That's so cute. I, I totally did not notice that at all. It's but just I, weird but I that I did. that that would be the case. A lot of times I don't pay attention to costuming and stuff, but I totally know that like costuming is as much a part of the storytelling yeah. as anything else. And I mean, a lot, I mean, you know, hair, makeup, costuming, all of that yeah. is very much like cues you into like what you should be feeling or thinking about these characters true but this i just don't well well no but i mean i mean listen we have to give them credit in the in the sense of like they are putting a television show together you know what i mean and there are trying tropes and rules if you will of like making a television show you know um but yeah, so she doesn't crack under this pressure relatively well. Mm-hmm. And he like leaves again, finally, because let's not forget, he has an appointment with this family. Ca- like he's doing oh a family counseling session this Saturday and he keeps like leaving, but like not leaving and yeah. like, like being late to this appointment. And then he leaves and Matt comes in and gives her a look like, did you do it? Did you say anything? Whatever. And she's yeah. like, I don't know. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> like whatever, you know, like, she's so all- cute. I mean, he- but see, okay. If I'm Matt, like, I know I'm skating on thin ice. Like, yeah. Like, okay, I understand you're already married. You're going to fuck. You're going to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like your parents don't know. How do you think you're going to get away with, like, not coming home at night? Like, Seriously. you have a plan B, dude. Not just, like, Ruthie's going to cover for me, like, every time. Poor Especially thing. Especially because he doesn't even trust Ruthie to keep the secret forever. Yeah, dude. He's like, it's Ruthie. She might crack. Yeah. Well... She's so entitled. Putting her in positions where she could crack. Like, like you said, you're over 21 and you have an 11 year old covering for your ass. Seriously. Stupid boy. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then Eric uh, comes downstairs and he and Annie start talking. Mm-hmm. Do you know something about Matt and Sarah that I don't know? I don't think so. Why? What's wrong? What are you so upset about? Since when did sex before marriage become the acceptable standard in our family? We don't know that they're doing anything like that. Oh, don't we? No. Okay. 
let's say that our hormonally abundant couple is not engaging in premarital sex. Do you have to make it sound like some science experiment gone awry? Thank you. Can't you be a little less technical? I think Matt and Sarah are married. Oh, what, again with that theory? I think they're married. And I think that's why Matt feels so free about uh, staying over at Sarah's. You know what I think? I think you're a little nutty. That's what I think. What would you think if I could prove it? If you could prove that Matt is already married? Yes. Why can't you do what you would tell any other parent in this situation to do? Why can't you let go and let God? Why do you have to prove that Matt is married if he says he isn't? Because if he's married, it would restore my faith in my son. And the world. And... And what? And we wouldn't have to have a wedding that's not in my church. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. The truth comes out. Mm -hmm. That's what this is all about. Yep. I mean, really, truly, he could he he can scream till he's blue in the face that Mm -hmm. this is about premarital sex and we raised you better and blah, blah, blah. But the truth is that and and it goes back to the day that they announced their engagement or whatever. Or yeah, their engagement, I guess, where where he was like hoping they had just gone out and gotten married because yeah because it would make it it would just be done and then they wouldn't have to deal with anything that's and true now it's even truer because now they're having to go down this path of like this this wedding ceremony and a temple and all this stuff mm-hmm. and someone is marrying Matt that's not him yeah you know and like yeah and he's just like a little bitter about it clearly. Yeah. Or not handling it very well, if nothing else. Not handling it well. <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, um, what is happening meanwhile? Nothing really. Uh, uh, <laughs> what no, happened? Not, so, okay. We meet, we so meet he, the people that he's counseling. Well, eventually. Yeah. But like, so he tries to leave the house again. And then once again, he comes back in. He's like, Eureka, I've got it. And starts looking for the phone bill. (laughs) Yeah. I fucking love this so much. It's like Stephen Collins is maybe best acting. (laughs) Are you looking for something? Where's the thing? What thing? The thing. The thing. The, 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 The phone thing. The f- uh, you mean the the phone? No, the phone. Uh, bill, the ledger book where your mother keeps the household bills. Where is it? I have no idea. I need the phone bill. I really, really need it. Dip, 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 dip. Yeah, because it's true. Like I get that way too. Whenever I need something, and you're like, ah, the ah, thing, the, the thing. thing. You know that thing. You describe everything about, about the, thing, the thing, but you get the thing. Oh my god, it's so funny. I love it. The phone thing. And then when you get it, it's like ah, oh, like you think God spoke in your ear. You're like seriously. Yes. And I love how he's like the phone thing, and Simon's like the phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the, he's like the the, and then you hear Simon going phone. Like, like it comes out like bonesa. <coughs> Fuck, sorry. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. Oh my god, he's. I mean, he's like losing his mind. I legit. Know. Like, I wrote. I called this clip. Eric loses his mind over the phone bill. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, because he has it in his mind that, like, if Ruthie has made phone calls, he can trace Trace. the phone calls and figure out, like, who and when and whatever. 
But then we find out that that's never going to happen. No. Because Robbie gets... So when the phone bill comes, Annie gives Robbie the phone bill so that he can look through it and, like, total up his call dollars or whatever and, like, write her a check. And then he tosses the bill. Yeah. So... And and he, I love that. I love that Robbie like isn't even a part of this episode, and yet he instinctively knows that like Ruthie's keeping something from yeah. the family because he seeks her out yeah. and tells her this, right? Mm-hmm. And and then and the kind of like gives like tells her like or lets her know that like he's there for her, like if it ever gets to be too much yeah. of a secret to keep or whatever, like she can trust him, and like. He's got her back. Yeah. Which, like, fuck me. That's I know. so sweet. Like, I, I, I can't believe how much of a 180 on Robbie I I've made over the last, like, two or however many years it's been. But, like, he's so, like, he's such a good dude. Even though he says May. <laughs> oh, my God. He said it so many times I in know. this episode. I know. I was like, oh, Lady J's having fun. Oh, my God. I almost wanted to do a super cut of all the Mays. <laughs> Why didn't you? I, sh- I should have, I but like, I got oh, lazy. <laughs> I got really lazy. Bad. I couldn't. Bad. I couldn't. I couldn't stomach the idea of like going back through the episode and capturing every single one. You might have smashed your computer. I really might have. It would have broken before I ever got to this recording session. Um. So. So then. Okay. So then he tells her like you know trust me whatever, and then they sort of like segue into another conversation. Mm-hmm. So. What are you angry at your sisters about? Who said I was angry? That stuff just didn't slip out about Mary's arrest and Jimmy Moon and the marijuana. Okay, maybe I let it slip. Mary didn't tell me she was taking that job, and Lucy didn't wake me up when Mary and Kevin and Ben came in last night. Look, Ruthie, you're grown up enough to realize that Mary has her life and Lucy has her life and you have your life. They can't always include you, and you can't always include them. But I include them. I include them on everything. What? Did you share your secret with them? No. Everyone in a family has a life outside that family, too. It doesn't mean you're not loved, Snooky. Snooky. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a long time. I know. It's been at least like 10 episodes or something. And she's not offended this time. I know. And she like hugs him. Mm -hmm. And it's really fucking cute. And like... I love that. I mean, it's so true Mm -hmm. because whether she likes to admit it or not or whether she likes to call it like a diversion tactic and stuff, like she is taking out some aggression passively on Lucy and Mary, like by like trying to like make them, you know, I I don't, I don't know, by, by trying to like highlight their indiscretions and stuff, you know, so funny it is. And it's, and it's, and it's so totally an 11 year old like passive aggressive move mm-hmm. where where you don't realize that like you want so badly to be included but that like as Robbie says everyone has a life outside of their family you know that you can't always be a part of like every time it's sweet it is um so then i mean i feel like that's all that happens in this episode no 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 no, 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 no. no. let's not forget Patty Mary shows up. The fuck is that name? I I could not get over it. Like like it's one thing to like have a middle name, but this girl's name is not Patty. Middle name Mary. Her name is Patty, Patty Mary. Mary. 
can you just call her Patty or just call or like, her Mary? But yeah. no, it's too no, weird. Yeah, can't you call can't call her Mary. Mary. Yeah. But like Patty, I mean, she went her whole life insisting on being called Patty Mary. Really? Like, really? Parents, that's just mean. It is. It's not, it doesn't even flow off the tongue well. Like, yeah. it's too many like consonants and shit. Like, and I feel like you live in like some kind of town. I, you know, the hick kind yeah and not like new york or whatever or uh, buffalo yeah oh yes the metropolis <laughs> you know metropolis. back east <laughs> yeah we gotta go back east <laughs> so the phone rings simon picks up he's like who is this she goes patty mary and he's like okay and how can i help you and she's like she's like i'm um i'm looking for kevin and ben and he's like i'm gonna need a little more than that yeah. <laughs> like, what what is this about and then we find out so that's ben and kevin's sister mm-hmm. and she's flown into glen oak yeah to bring them back home i know because their mother has insisted and when Ben and Kevin find out, they're like on edge about it. They're mm-hmm. like, this is not happening. What the fuck? Like, whatever. And so they orchestrate this whole thing to like have Patty Mary come to the house. Yeah. And so like, and they're like, like they're tripping about it. The phone, um, the bell rings, Mary and Lucy run to go get it. And then Patty Mary comes storming in and she's like, I met them. Can we go now? Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> and they're like what the fuck is this about like this is not mom insisting that we come home like like whatever right and so we find out that one thing ben knows about i mean ben and kevin's mom knows about mary yeah but not that they're like together or whatever and they don't know about lucy and yeah and and kevin hasn't told them about lucy and the reason kevin hasn't told them about lucy is because the mom is not too happy about mary yeah because he heard about because she heard about the arrest Uh uh-huh and mary can't get over the fact that like people are like people know about her past my records are sealed which is like get over yourself like and but then but then rightfully too it's like what is she the gossip of the town in buffalo Like, like she was barely there long enough for like for anyone to know her you know Seriously. what i mean it's not like the colonel's gonna say shit yeah exactly it's, maybe that's maybe weird. grandma ruth <laughs> in, oh, her, in oh. her knitting circle no bro it, george george is a problem oh of course george i hadn't thought about him for sure it's george, george. Lostaki. <laughs> it's for sure george just standing on a street corner holding a sign my cousin mary <laughs> was arrested <laughs> actually my niece mary technically. oh right my niece <laughs> Um, so, so then, and then Lucy gets offended that like Kevin hasn't told his mom about her, but it's like, I mean, it's understandable because of the whole drama with the Camden family or whatever. So, so then Patty Mary tells us that it's actually not that at all. It's that she, the mom has started dating again Yeah, and none, like no, like all three of them are so against this idea. Yeah. That they're like, okay, we got to go. It <laughs> like, can't, we it can't, can't have this. It's not that neighbor, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but my favorite is, okay, I have, I have a question for you and you need to remind me. Okay. Was Glen Reminding. Oak always part of California? Did yeah. we always know this? Yeah. Okay, see, I couldn't remember that because it's the first time in a long time we've heard them say, what, she flew to like Glen Oak, California? And oh, I was like... that's true. I'm like, this is the first time I think someone has said this. They're like, oh yeah, she flew in from San Francisco. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like a short flight. It makes it okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, they, yeah, Glen Oak has always been in California. I think there was a little bit of confusion, like, back in the early days of season one, because they Mm. never explicitly stated it, but I think we cleared that up when I saw, when we saw, like, there was a license plate, I think, that clarified that. Yeah. See, I couldn't remember. Yeah, they've always been in Cali. Okay. Going, going. (laughs) Um. Back east. (laughs) (laughs) That is never gonna get old. Nope. Um, I'm gonna say that to everybody. Where are you going? Back east. <laughs> are you from there? No, I just like to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so then finally, Patty Mary leaves, and then the guys make arrangements to like leave the next day or whatever. What a dick Mary was, though. I know. She really she's, was. Uh, she's like, okay, can you guys tell me where the bathroom is? Upstairs. And she looks at it, she goes, it's the room with the sink and the toilet? So I was like, oh, okay. I mean, to be fair, it's like we're having a very serious couple-y conversation here right now, and now you can talk to us in the fucking bathroom. Like, no one cares, Patty Mary. Yeah, go pee in the sink for all I care. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so then, so they're going to leave, like, the next day or whatever, right? Or is it that night that they're leaving? I guess it doesn't really matter. They yeah. leave, basically. They leave. They leave. <laughs> um, but meanwhile, Lucy, I think, right, talks to the mom. Or is it Mary? Mary. Mary talks to the mom and then tells Ben. Hi, Miss Kinkirk. Hi, Miss Kinkirk. And then after they have this like long conversation, she's like, your mom is awesome. She's dating this really like this great guy. She's really excited about it. Yeah. Like they stayed up all night, whatever. And then Ben and Kevin have to have this like come to Jesus moment where they're like, okay, our dad died 10 years ago. Like, yeah. we need to get over this. Like no one's ever going to replace him. Like mm-hmm. he'll always be in our hearts and like we'll get over it. Yeah. So, oh, that's right. They are leaving the next day because the next day is Sunday and Eric asks if they're going to come to church. Are you coming to church with us tomorrow, Kevin? I'm looking forward to it. I've never been to a Protestant church. What? We're Catholic. Ixnay on the Athlique? He told me earlier when we were clearing the dishes. Oh. 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 (laughs) Ixnay on the Athlique? It's so funny that, like, just in this last, like, four or five episodes, all of a sudden, like, the fact that they're Protestant is, like, the front and center. Yeah. Like, all these, like, differences in religion are, like, coming out. Like, it's, like, this big deal. And it's so funny to me, too. It's, like, do Protestants and Catholics, like, really sort of, like, diverge so much from each other that it's, like, oh, you're different than us? Um, you know, I mean, as, I guess so, as Robbie says, I've never been to church where you kneel so many times. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I guess there is some divergence, right? Because like Catholics like have so much ritual, yeah. There and, is like, yeah. like other sort of things tied around it, whereas Protestants are a little—I don't want to say looser about it, but it's like it's not as like strict in the observance. Yeah. I guess right. Like, yeah. Like like with Catholics, there's like dress codes to walk into church mm-hmm. and stuff, whereas Protestants are sort of like come come as you are or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so lo and behold, like Matt went and married a Jewish girl and like Ben and Lucy are like into these Catholic boys. (laughs) Like Eric can't win on any front. (laughs) Like, and so to that end, um, he finally makes it to this counseling session where it's this older couple and they're talking about who, by the way, are married in real life. It's oh. Mitzi McCall and Charles or Charlie Brill. I think yeah. his last name is. They are an actual married couple. I didn't know that. Um, I looked it up because 
I was curious because she looked really familiar to me. Mm-hmm. And then when I looked her up on IMDb, it came up and I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. Like, whatever. All right. Um, and mind you, she's not familiar at all because her credits were not ringing any bells. She does a lot of voice work. OK. This woman like she's she was in the original um, uh, Tailspin and like Darkwing Duck and stuff. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's and she continues to do like like all this voiceover work. She did an episode of Hey Arnold, which like hilarious connection there with um, hey Arnold. um what's his name? What was that guy's name? Rod. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, Rod. Rod. Who yeah. <laughs> joined the army apparently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he let go of all that hair. <laughs> So, um, so he sits down with them and they're like, they're like irritated because he kept making them wait. Mm -hmm. And then, and then they say like, our boy has run away. Yeah. And he's like a little taken aback because they're considerably elderly. Yeah. And he goes like, oh, like how old is he? And they're like, 45. And there's a moment where you're like, huh? Yeah. And then, and then of course, it all falls into place. Like, oh, this is how he's going to learn the lesson of letting go, right? Yeah. Through the eyes of these old people who have not let go of their 45-year-old son. And they're talking all this shit about him. Like, it all started when he was in his 20s. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's gone and shacked up with this girl who has a kid. And he's never saved enough money to do that and whatever, whatever. It's like all the same gripes that you could imagine Eric having about Matt yeah. now. But like, but it's like at some point you're going to have to let these kids like leave the nest and like become fully functioning adults. <laughs> Otherwise you end up this like old, bitter old person yeah. who can't let go and is like pissed when they, when they finally like break free or whatever, you know? And we and get to meet the son. We do. And his girlfriend and that, and his, and her daughter yeah. who she's like adopted, mind yeah. you. And, um, and he, and he sits down and he's like, let me, let me set the record straight. Like I have not run away. Like mm-hmm. I was a, I was a grown ass man who got complacent and like got comfortable letting my parents like cook for me and clean for me and like yeah. care for me in every way. And finally realized like I need to like live my life as a, as an independent person. I, I, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine being 45 and still living at home. Like that's a little weird, especially with these overbearing parents yeah. like this. Like I, I would have felt like, I feel like in real life with that kind of overbearing parents, like you would have broken free at 18. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Cause, cause as bad as they are now, imagine how much worse they were when he was a kid. Yeah. When they could actually like, quote unquote control him Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or like put restrictions on him or whatever you know exactly so so then eric eric like to himself like looks up at god and is like i get it now (laughs) or whatever you know it's like okay lesson learned oh yeah and the best is how did you hear about me who referenced you right 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 (laughs) and it was annie it was annie (laughs) and a teacher hubby a lesson Mm -hmm. that's why she could sleep when he tried to wake her up she knew what was coming well (laughs) right but weirdly she would have had to have met this couple like at least a day before any of the shenanigans of saturday went down Mm -hmm. so but i guess but i guess he had been exhibiting those types of behaviors of like of like you know like cracking down on matt like not coming home and whatever for her to like feel like, like 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 it was worth it for him to learn this lesson and then he and then he 
showed his cards by acting crazy on yeah. Saturday, like looking through phone bills and like interrogating his daughter and like running around saying Eureka. Mm, you're crazy, man. <laughs> you crazy. Um so yeah. 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 I feel like and, we did it. And Simon gets Patty Mary's number. Oh, right. Like, cause they drop her off at the airport and, um, and then he comes home and, um, and, uh, oh, Eric says something like, um, like, oh, like you got her number or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, like she just wrote it down so I can call her for some, what does she say? I can't remember. I, something about her brother's. Oh right, like so that so that I can keep tabs on her brothers or whatever, something like that. And he's like, he's like, aren't you a little like, or like, or how would you be able to keep tabs on them or something like yeah. that? And he's like, Dad, it was just an excuse for her to give me your number. I'm like, yeah. relax. Because <laughs> she was like, Oh, Simon, I presume. And then you yeah, know. how old are you? You're too young for me. Which how old do you think Patty Mary is? Because we learned Ben is 28. I thought he was 25. Oh no, Kevin's 25. Is Kevin the older one? I think so. Okay, then Ben's 23. Yeah. Okay. So then Patty's got to be not that young. I mean, she's probably in her early 20s if she's the youngest. I would think maybe she's even middle child. Yeah. If not the oldest. Oh, then that's weird. Yeah. She might not be the oldest. I feel like she could be middle child, right? Middle or youngest. Or youngest, yeah. Like, she could probably be 20, 21. Yeah. I mean, she's living alone in San Francisco. So she's either in school, like in college. Yeah. Or she's like out of college and has moved there. So she's got to be at least 22 or like, you know, 20, 22, whatever. Who cares? Oh, then that's just weird, Patty Mary. Why would you give your number to a 16 year old? Well, he won't be 16 forever. No, that's true. (laughs) They get younger and I stay the same age. (laughs) (laughs) Or no, what is is it the other way? Does he say I get older, they stay the same age? Something like that. Yeah, I've always had it wrong then. Um, so that's another, have we talked about how I haven't seen that movie? We can add it to the list <laughs> for the Patreon. Yeah. Um, God, that, pa- that, that list is just getting long. That list is insanely huge. Yeah. It's becoming a monster for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we did it. Uh, did we? Yeah. Um, any stray observations that we didn't talk about? Ruthie calls Sarah and tells Sarah, oh, like, I yeah. need him to come home tonight. Yeah, I need you to convince him to come home tonight. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, and then at some point when Eric decides to let go, he ge- blah, blah. he <laughs> gives a speech to to Matt and Matt's like, Oh, like, like he's making, he's mocking his dad. Yeah. 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 Cause they're looking through old like photo albums or whatever. Yeah. He and Sarah like in his room and he like checks in to say like, I'm going to bed and they're like, it's not even nine o'clock. Like, what do you mean going to bed? And he's like, well, I've, I've had a long day. And then Sarah's like, Oh, we were just going to look at like your wedding photos. Like, don't you want to like walk down memory lane with us or whatever? And he's like, and then he creepily says, I'd rather make new memories. Like, yep. And then Matt has to double down on it and be like, my parents, they can't keep their hands off each other. And I'm just like, oh, so gross. No, (laughs) no (laughs) to all of it. But then but then he does say, like, you know, I'm just I just want if I haven't already said, like, I'm really glad that, like, my son has found you and is like, like, isn't as is 
as in love with someone as I am with my wife and like, I wish you all the best or whatever. And then that's when Matt's like, Oh dad. (laughs) And they hug it out and it's sweet. Like Eric and Matt, have really good chemistry when they when they have scenes like this together like they really feel like father and son like in the most truest sense not like in that cheesy tv way Mm -hmm. you know like because and also too like matt's like old at this point like in real life life, he's like 30 i think like like he's not he's not fooling anybody so i mean he's just like another dude you know like whatever just another dude just another dude that's how that song goes what song (laughs) (laughs) i was making it up i know that's how that song goes (laughs) um okay let's write the episode oh oh whatever episode two thumbs down it's wow it's just whatever to me there's nothing like that's fair I think I'm going to give it a one thumb up, one thumb down. Okay. Which might be the first time we've disagreed so far since the new rating system. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I didn't hate it. Like, there was plenty of, like, funny moments. Like, I don't know. In general, it's not the greatest episode for sure. Yeah. But I I don't know. I didn't hate it. Okay. I guess I guess that's the rubric for a one thumb up, one (laughs) thumb down. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Um. Oh, quick honorable mention to the fucking twins are talking. Oh, dude. This bed's no good. No good. Why are your beds no good? Because we get out. We're too big. Oh. We get new bed. New bed. They're so cute. I... Yeah, it tripped me out when I started hearing them and, speak. And it's like I told you that one that the one who's like taller and yeah, like yeah. cuter or whatever. He's he speaks like he's like a five year old dude. Yeah. Like like we get out. Like he like yeah. pull out. Like he's just like not even baby talking. He's like we're too big. <laughs> it's funny we forgot about that storyline. Yeah. Oh, who cares? Um. All right. Yeah. I think now we covered it. Okay. <laughs> we did it. Um. Okay. So. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you leave us a review, we will read it. So get on that, listeners. We love hearing from you. Um, You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places or send us an email at show at gmail.com. We are gearing up to do a recap episode very, very, very soon. Already? Already. So send us in those questions, those thoughts, those comments. We love to hear from you guys. We like reading them. We like talking about that stuff on the air. And um, also, if you're interested, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. You can see what we're doing over there. And until next time, bye. Bye.